Welcome to the Estate Agents Podcast. Um, I'm Luke St. Clair, one of the co-hosts, and we're on day five of our Kickstart 2019 31 Top Tips for January, joined by my usual partners in crime, Stephen and Andy. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Right, so we're going to be talking about uh, communication today as a way to, to kickstart your 2019, and that's talking to your lettings department. Stephen, when, when you're um, training colleagues, could you do sales and lettings training up and down the country? Um, do you find that the sales and lettings department regularly communicate with each other? Not enough, not enough. And there's so many opportunities there as well. Um, the end of last year, I did a training session. And again, one of the questions I asked was, um, in your morning meetings, are your sales team and your lettings team um, talking to each other? So for example, on sales, um, what people have registered the day before are actually in rented accommodation. Um, Because obviously, again, if they're in rented accommodation and they're moving out, potentially there's a landlord there that needs to maybe let his property out. Now, then it gives you an opportunity to cross check with your database to potentially see whether you've been there. And obviously, if you've been there, it's an opportunity of having a conversation with that um, with that particular vendor to try and to try and help them um, let the property. And again, maybe they're a, they've got a property empire as well, and you're then increasing your portfolio as well by having that conversation. What about on the sales side? You know, are there properties where you have um, they've been vacant for quite a while? Um, they haven't sold. Um, is the lettings team going over, giving them an, a market appraisal as to what it would let out for, quality of tenants that they will get in there, and again, potentially help them? Um, what about, again, you know, we talk about cross-selling opportunities, um, but what about financial service opportunities as well, talking between sales and lettings? So again, there's so many opportunities, but I just find the departments don't talk. I don't know what it's like in um, both your your branches and your companies, um, Andy. Well, I'm a, I'm a great believer in learning something new every day. And I have to say, hold my hand in the air, Stephen, guilty as charged on that first one, 25 years in the industry. And I'd never thought to look at my clients that are looking to buy that are in rented to explore an opportunity to get that landlord's property on the market. Um, slightly embarrassed at that Stephen if I'm honest with you but fantastic yeah implementation it's it's in the book I will be doing that come the 6th of January that that will be uh, something that that my office does I think look for for me and, and I'm guilty of it myself I'm very sales focused and I think that sales staff are a very different breed to letting staff without without any question um and if I'm honest with you um there, there could be more correlation um, between the two in in my office. So that's that's what I've taken from today, Stephen. I'm going to go away from today and implement that within my office, um, and certainly have more direct communication between the two departments. Fantastic. I, th- I think there's some great there's some great tips there, and I think what some something else to to get in there is that quite often I know sales and lettings, uh, even though it's the same company, quite often have different databases. So some, someone will have a different CRM for their lettings and property management, and compared to what they're using for their sales. So, um, so again, 
just speak to people in in your lettings team uh, or vice versa. So if you have got a tenant moving out, have we been out to value it? So look up that that address uh, on your sales CRM if they are different. Um, but also, how many times have we actually been out to the actual landlord's home to give them a value on what their home is worth? Because that they they live somewhere. Um, and c- could by having uh, a revaluation increase their appetite to releasing money to buy the next buy to let property so um, by by doing that then you could help grow their uh, financial wealth um, increase your managed portfolio um, and you're be- becoming that trusted advisor um, and you're making that landlord better off and you- you're servicing the customer so um, but sometimes maybe interject a little bit of fun into the referrals so it is a two-way relationship so the referrals from sales to lettings and the referrals from lettings to sales so maybe run a competition within your office for a week a month a quarter continue it for the whole year and and maybe the the side uh once you get to maybe 20 referrals there's like a you go out for coffees or you get coffees in or if it's bacon sandwiches one morning um where you get to these referrals and bring everyone in so once we get up to 20 referrals it's breakfast paid for once we get up to 50 referrals it's the coffees paid for um it just helps make life a little bit more interesting a little bit more jovial in the office sometimes people are competitive one thing that i find people um miss out on guys uh, an awful lot um is landlord retention and talking between the lettings and the sales department so how many times do you get to the end of a six month or a 12 month tenancy and reappraise the property for not just rental purposes, but for sale purposes as well to, again, look for that mortgage, look for the cross-selling opportunities there, but also to keep your landlord advised of what's happening in the market. Um, and that's something else that I think we could implement straight away. You know, when you get to the end of a tenancy or when you get to a renewal date, 6, 12, 18 months into a tenancy, are your sales team picking up the phone and having a dialogue with that landlord to say, Markets changed slightly over the last six months. This is what we feel you could get if you sold your property in today's market. Again, Luke, it's all about opening up conversations, isn't it? No, definitely. And and like you said, that would be a great thing to implement. And that's something that I've taken away from our conversation today is to provide that annual health check for that landlord because they, they could live miles away from the property. They could also live locally, but they may not be in touch. They're just used to seeing the rent come in and how well is that asset performing? Could it be they could release the money, the extra the extra uh, income that's, that's in, sitting in that property? Could they remortgage, raise another 25% to put on another buy-to-let property? Um, it, it is just helping people. Absolutely. I mean, I've had a scenario before where we've looked at a landlord's property. We've looked at the the yield by uh, and the capital appreciation combined by looking at the end of year review. And he said, Andrew, you know what? That area is just not doing it for me anymore. Is there a higher performing area that you could advise that I invest in? And we sold that property for him and he bought two others in a in a higher yield, higher performing area. So I think there's opportunity everywhere. That's the key for today. Opportunity everywhere. Head over to eapodcast.co.uk if you'd like to hear these directly to your inbox every morning um tomorrow we're going to be talking about market update videos we'll see you then see you thanks for listening